I'm Robert Therrell. I'm Chase Bridges. And we both want to be screenwriters. So listen along as we find out how. Each week we'll outline a new short film. And maybe even write some of our favorites. This is Written By. Welcome back to the Written By Podcast. The number one podcast in the world. Right behind all the other ones. Right behind all the other ones. Guys, we're doing From the Bowl, From the Bowl this yeah. week. Yeah. How you been, Rob? I've been, I've been all right. <laughs> Man, I mean, as of listening, this is when all the, the HBO stuff is going down. Oh, yeah. And- Man, that's got me really down, man. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's the graphic where they said that, like, they're iconic franchises. Yeah. It's like 90 Day Fiancés on it. <laughs> it has big energy of just, like, someone who's, like... Uh, so the only comparison I know is, like, in the wrestling world, uh-huh. the... Um, the promoter of the wrestling event will usually put himself up with like the big stars. Yep. <laughs> and it's like, so it's like you have these big stars and then the guy paying the bills. Uh-huh. And he's like, you suck, but you have all the money. So you get to claim. <laughs> yeah. Every Man, everything has such big 30 rock energy right now. It's just, it really does. It reminds you that the people in charge of these things, you know, they just care more about money, money. than anything else. So so ridiculous, man. Yeah, dude. If I if I hear one more person call movies content, I'm going that's the to... thing is like there's a distinct difference. Yeah, between art and content. And I, I think it's a conversation that we've had privately. Totally. A ton of times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get because because like my day job is content creation, and that's the yeah. frustrating thing is I'm trying to like get out of that. But like the people that run all the movie studios they, are like moving more like, toward that. Yeah, because and it's because social media is because of TikTok and yeah. Instagram Reels and stuff. And it's like we we make content, but we also yeah. make art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's anything more pretentious than saying I make art. Yeah, <laughs> but also you know. There comes a point where it's like, you know, just just be pretentious. Yeah. Believe in yourself. It doesn't matter. Like double down. What you like. Yeah. Double down. <laughs> double down. Oh, you think I'm pretentious? Because I want. I am. Yeah. I am. That's because I, I watch more than Marvel movies. That makes me pretentious. <laughs> I'm freaking pretentious. Deal with it. <laughs> oh, man. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a fairly like. I've always been like a. I'll defend the Marvel movies. Like, that's where I sit. But lately, bruh. Uh huh. A little burnt out. Me too. Or even, I don't know. In, in this whole phase, I've always I've been liking the Marvel movies that everyone else hates, and vice versa. Yeah, the people were like, "Eternal sucked." And yeah, I'm like, like that's my favorite me? one. Yeah. It looked beautiful. But I will, man. As much as I like Marvel movies, I'm getting a little burnt out, and they're they're looking worse. Like they're being produced I mean, worse. They're, they're producing. Yeah, a that Thor movie, year. which I really enjoyed, it, it didn't looks look great. Bad, it, like that scene where the it. kid comes up. There, man. Yeah, yeah, they aren't they are managing things well over it's, there. Yeah. It's uh, they they they've gotten too greedy. Yeah, I think that's it. They're just yeah, they're pumping content out. I mean, they're, they're putting out two <laughs> Avengers movies in the same year. Yeah. 
ne- not next year, the year after. Like that's crazy. Yeah. But hey, man, I've I've gotten to a level of like just burnout. In the sense of like, there are so many things I need to watch. Yeah, I can't get through them all. Like, I'm yeah. just trying so hard. Like, Dude, someone will be like, uh, "You need to watch." Um, uh, I st- so I'll just give some examples. I haven't finished. I haven't started Umbrella Academy season three. Uh, I want to watch the rehearsal that new show yep. uh, with Nathan Fielder. I want to watch. Um, uh, I, I haven't finished Atlanta, the last season that just came out of Atlanta. There's, there's a million things. And then, like, new stuff keeps coming out, like that new show, The Resort, on uh, Peacock. That looks super dope. Oh, yeah. I want to watch that. And then, also, I have this uh, this deep inside feeling of, like, we got to start watching Survivor again. <laughs> and I'm like, no, Chase. I got so much to get through. We'll have to, Survivor will be there. And then it's like, yeah. but, but Boston Rob... And Russell, and all your uh, Jeff Prost. Yeah, at some point you just you just need to you need to transcend. You need to be okay with the not being up to date. Like if 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 watching things starts to feel like a job. Yeah, yeah. Then it's watching you. Oh snap! <laughs> oh snap! You are watching it. <laughs> it's watching you. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that actually makes sense, but uh, <laughs> I but it made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> uh and I, I see what you mean. But yeah. I think I just I think I just need to take a day yeah. and just watch stuff. Because it's all stuff I want to watch. Yeah. You know, like I'm not gonna try to watch the Miss Marvel show mm-hmm. because I don't want to. Oh, I watched that first episode today, but I I had to put it off for a while. Yeah. I, yeah. I wanna watch it. Yeah. But also like Nah, I'm good. I just this is this is my this is why I like movies. I I'm just burnt out on TV as a whole. Yeah, because it's just the only reason things are being made as TV series is because it's more content for the streaming platforms. the The stories don't actually need to be seven hours that long. long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree, and that's a shame because I love the TV genre, like the format of TV shows. Mm-hmm. I always have, like I've always yeah. like really love tv compared to movies but in the past like i guess since like netflix really started putting out original shows Mm -hmm. i've started falling more into like movies yeah but yeah so anything else you want to add before we we start jumping into the bowl i don't think so i think i think we should jump into this we've talked on that yeah we talked a little longer than usual Patty Kathy today. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I have drawn. Ooh, this is fun. What is it? Because I'm currently I'm currently writing a feature in this shot. Oh, it's a slasher. It's slasher. All right. I knew we were gonna be getting this one soon. I knew <laughs> it. I could feel it in my bones. Because you are currently working on a slasher. I am writing a slasher. I was working on it earlier today. I've a. Uh, I'm in that middle portion, which is usually harder for me. But what I did was I skipped ahead and wrote some more stuff in the end. So, like, I know things that, so like, I could plant work in the beginning and yeah, middle. Yeah. And then I've I've been re-outlining a lot of middle, doing a lot of character work and really diving in deep to... Because, you know, a slasher movie, it's like, yeah. it's a bunch of people and they get killed off one by one. So, you got a lot of characters you got to manage. Yeah, but, typically, yeah. yeah. I love slasher movies. 
big fan. Yeah. I'm very excited to read yours when you're done. I know. I want to talk about so much, but also like I want I want you to experience it yeah. fresh for the first time. I'm very excited. So I could for get it. your reaction. Yeah. I'm I love slash movies. My favorite slash movie is probably Scream. Yeah. So since you're currently working in the slasher genre, we should probably try to stay away from what you're working on. Yes. But also, hmm, how do you how do you make a slasher short? Because I mean that's a good question. I mean, would you do a slice of the slasher story? Would you do maybe the first slash? The first you know, slash. slash. Well, slasher movies always they have an opening kill. Yeah. Where you realize what the killer, the monster is. You see like, oh, it, it really sets the tone for the movie. Exactly. I could see a short that's just that tone setting moment. Which and is then you usually a lot of people's of favorite scene in the whole film. Yeah. Is that opening. Yeah. Slash. I have I have been thinking about this a little because I was wondering, should I should I try to do a short film version of my thing? As like a pitch? Yeah, as like a pitch thing. I don't know. I don't know. It depends on if you're trying to get outside funding or not for it, you know? Yeah. Okay, slasher short film. So if we're doing the opening scene, so like I the when I think of the opening kill, I think of I think the most iconic one is actually from the first screen movie with yeah. Drew Barrymore. Yeah. On the phone and and she's like, I'm blanking right now, <laughs> but like... so but she's making popcorn. And she's on the phone, and she's talking to the to Ghostface on the phone, and the next thing you know, he's in the house. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, I think the opening kill is like um, a dream. I think so, too. I can't remember. That's the first time we see uh, Freddy. Uh, Friday the 13th. Do they have an opening kill on Friday the 13th, or do they just open with the kids showing up to Camp Crystal Lake? Uh, I haven't seen Friday the 13th. I like the idea of starting with an opening kill. Also, when you think about it, our our t-shirt short was kind of oh snap! A it was like a slasher, except yeah. it was more of a one person. Yeah, it was one person. But I mean, if we're doing the short, we would probably just have one person running away because it would be the character. opening kill. Yeah. So I guess we just let's what what monster? What's the monster? Who's the killer? Yeah, I think that's what we got to figure out because because again, like the the basic mechanics are if someone's trying to kill someone else someone else is running away yeah so a lot of it just hinges on what uh who the person who? is yeah. who and what so we we did a we've also written that bigfoot slasher i guess that is a yeah it sort of is yeah it works the same way so <laughs> we're we're not rookies to the genre yeah it's usually when when you're coming up with something like this, it's really good to like. Usually, the first idea you have is like, "Oh, this would be a cool killer for a slasher movie." But we're kind of having to do it reverse. So it's yeah. like, who's the least person you'd ever expect to be a killer? Huh? Because there's like Chucky's a doll, yeah. right? Oh, you'd never expect a a, a doll to be a slasher. Um, huh. I'm sure there's a priest slasher. Slash, huh? I'm trying to think. Also, another slasher movie we both really like. Uh, I know what you did last summer. Oh yeah, I love I that love, movie. I love that because there's the anxiety of like you thought you got away with something, but someone out there knows. knows. Dude, I need to watch that movie Cause, again because I haven't seen the sequels. Me neither. Yeah. And I, 
I gotta do that. Let me add it to the long list of stuff <laughs> I gotta watch. Yeah. Uh, so it, so in I know what you did last summer. That is ba- the the monster is in theory the the guy who they ran over. Yeah, I think we need to. We just need to tap into what really scares us because all the horror movies mm. they're they're hinged on a certain type of anxiety because like i know what you did last summer it's somebody knows my dark secret Halloween or not halloween a texas chainsaw massacre is really good because it's like whenever you're driving through one of those like flyover states yeah. it's like man anyone out here could, could just kill, kill me, me and no one would know like that that's that fear that oh, makes wow. that work yeah oh man uh scream is like what if someone you know is a killer that's kind yeah. of the fear friday the 13th is when you're at summer camp in the middle of nowhere yeah someone could kill you i know what you uh yeah we did i know what you did this summer yeah Slash so movie what is, i'm writing has something like that i don't want to give it away though oh boy <laughs> um what is what is your biggest fear and and uh, i don't mean like psychologically yeah but like a physical thing that that frightens you uh this happened to me like last week but something that always freaks me out is when i'm in a parking space mm-hmm. and i'm backing out and then i stop and i see a little kid that i hadn't seen like walk behind oh, me oh like, snap what if that had happened what, what if, if you i just killed a ran kid? over a kid oh, without snap. meaning to that's a and good that scares fear. me because it's like every time you go into a car there's a chance that you hit someone and they die and it's like oh man do you ever think about that whenever you go into your car that it's like i think a lot of people like when they get in their car they're like oh i hope i don't die but yeah. the inverse is like what if i kill someone yeah oh wow that's good uh-huh. uh, man i don't know that that's the last like just little observation i had where it's like this is really scary and like we just shove this fear in the back of our head every day and yeah. like we drive as if seat. nothing's gonna happen yeah <laughs> That's crazy. What if I accidentally become a murderer? Yeah. There's a there's a great there's a great Black Mirror episode <laughs> where somebody accidentally runs over someone but it's in the middle of nowhere. So it's sort sort of similar to I know what you did last summer. What if we told our slasher from the perspective of the 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 killer, he just keeps accidentally killing people. And <laughs> he so he's this, mean to he's this notorious slasher. slasher monster, but he just he, it's an accident. He keeps accidentally <laughs> killing all these people. That's a fun... I don't know if that's huh. been done before. Huh. So it's told... <laughs> so this whole town is scared and locking their doors because there's a killer on the loose. And this yeah. one dude knows that it's just him doing all this stuff accidentally, but he can't come forward and say that it's him. Right. Because... So, like, he is a monster in the sense of, like, he refuses to... Like, say he ran over a kid. Yeah, to own he up to He refuses to call the cops. Yeah. And so he is a monster, but he's not like a serial killer out on the prowl looking for victims. It just keeps accidentally happening. What if he's just, he's, <laughs> something happens to where he's cursed with bad luck. And so this bad luck curse that's upon him. Is turning him into a killer. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Because also slasher movies, they get away with a lot of like supernatural stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What are what are other ways you could accidentally kill someone? Uh, you can accidentally run someone over. You could. Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
I mean, you accidentally like feed someone something that they're, they're allergic, allergic to. to. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Um, you maybe you drop something from a high place. Oh yeah, you drop something from your balcony, and you, it just you lands drop on a someone. little penny off a thirteen-story <laughs> skyscraper. <laughs> um, what else is there? Um. Uh, like a big one that's like I don't know if this is good for this, but it's like when people are like in a fist fight and they accidentally yeah. kill the other person. Oh yeah, and it's like oh man, I was just wanting to fight. Oh yeah, not become a murderer. That scene in the bear where he was. I've only seen the first episode. Oh yeah, oh man, that, that's on my a, long this list. This is the last episode, so let's. Yeah, <laughs> this is on the long list yeah, of things I gotta list. finish. Man. <laughs> oh man, I forgot about the bear. That's another thing I gotta finish. Um. Yeah. Let's see what else is there. Well, also maybe maybe drowning, we're, accidental drowning. Yeah, maybe we're thinking a little too big for the, the short. opening kill. Because yeah, opening kill we would just need the one thing. So maybe he just accidentally kills one person. Yeah. Hey, what's the best accidental kill we've talked about so far? There's the car. Yeah, I mean probably the car. The only thing is if we're if we're only doing one kill, then. It's hard to show. It's hard to, like, show yeah. people are afraid of this dude. Okay, this so is... maybe we should find something else then. There's something to this idea, though. Oh, 100%. There's something to it. I, li- I like the idea of... The monster. We're, we're, we're looking at it through the perspective of the monster, and that really changes the whole... Because, I mean, you would still have, like, the iconic seeds of, like... Of like the person like freaking out because the monster's coming at them, but then like, but we're seeing it from the other perspective, and and it's not what it seems to be. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you, what what's something that scares you? It used to be spiders, like when I was a kid, spiders really freaked yeah. me out, but not so much anymore. I I, I joke about my one fear a lot: homeless people. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And that's kind of insensitive, but it is a genuine fear. And it's, uh, have you seen Bill Burr's new special, stand-up special? Yeah. He has that joke where he's like, they don't make homeless people like how they made them when I was a kid. Now they're all like, just like next level homeless. Like, I've had bad run-ins with homeless people. Like, I got held up at gunpoint by a homeless person. I I threw my gum away in a trash can and a homeless lady popped up and started yelling at me. Yeah. That kind of goes back to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing where it's like, Whatever environment you in, you're in, it could kind of feel like a dangerous place, and you're looking at everyone. Yeah. Like that person could, yeah. I mean, with the rise of mass shootings, like that's like every time oh, you're yeah. in public, it's it like, oh, a, is this where? Every time you go to a concert, it's like, yeah. I go to a movie, bro, and I'm mm-hmm. if I see like a movement in the dark theater, I get a little, I get a little afraid. Yeah, it's like I don't want to die watching this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I remember everyone made a big deal when the Joker movie came out. Yeah. That something could happen, and I was like, "Why would why would someone that's a fan of him do that?" But I I can't I can't lie. When I was watching that movie, because I don't, it's one of the few movies I'll like say publicly. I don't think it's a good movie, and I don't like it. But when I was watching it, I was like, "Man, if I died while watching this, <laughs> I, I had that thought so... when I was watching House of Gucci. Yeah, I was like, if I get killed in House of Gucci, bruh." Man, I kind of, there's something to, oh, man, this would make it to where it's something we couldn't film, but there's something about what if there's a killer 
in a crowd. It's like an outdoor concert music festival. Someone gets killed and you can't find the guy and you know that you're in a really tight contained space with a lot of people and any one of those people could have been the guy. Oh, wow. That is that is creepy. That's similar to uh, Scream 2's opening kill yeah, in the movie theater. Yeah, I just watched that, yeah. Yeah. I like that idea, being at a concert. It's like it's like a Travis Scott oh, uh, yeah. mosh pit <laughs> <laughs> where instead of like everybody just dying of dehydration, there's a killer. Is that insensitive? I don't know. <laughs> I like, man, the mosh pit killer. That's kind of awesome. That's fun. That's it's a like, fun one. ooh, ooh, we could set it. I forget what the oh green room green room is a great movie, but you said it in mm. more like it's more of a rundown small venue and it's like a a really rambunctious punk show. Yeah, everyone's moshing. Then and someone it, gets stabbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man! But we need like to let people know that this is a slasher. It's like we need to like we need a character like the the slasher character. To really be something like distinct that like you know, oh, he's gonna go oh, kill man. more people. Okay, I need to find this. Oh god, I don't I don't know how to search this. There was this TikTok that went viral, and it's like the dude you meet at the underground basement show or something. Have you seen this? His name's Skunk. like Skunk, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Skunk is just this really sketchy-looking dude, and his hair is like, it's like a little mohawk that goes all the way down the forehead. <laughs> I can find it. Hold on. So my girlfriend loves that account. Okay. She was showing me those videos literally like two days ago. Okay. I'd never seen nice. them before. So I just texted her. She's gonna send them. She's gonna send me the TikTok. Okay. When when we get the TikTok, we'll play the audio so people yeah. can hear it. But I could imagine a skunk type person and he's being... just and he's killing people at all these different yeah like indie rock shows or house shows and stuff yeah so but like the first one since we're doing just the first one it yeah. really needs to be like a, a big one like a this kid's about to snap yeah okay so maybe you would do a thing where where we're at a local punk show local hardcore show whatever it is everyone's jamming and stuff and then somebody gets stabbed and i was like who did it and then maybe the main character we're following is looking around trying to find who it was Mm -hmm. and also like only our main character really sees that they're stabbed because it's a pretty packed show so not everyone noticed they're all moshing and stuff so everyone's being pretty rambunctious rambunctious. and, and a little violent and she tries to scream but maybe Maybe she's like a quieter person and she can't cut above the well, loud music. That music's so loud. Even yeah. if you did scream super loud, it would still like... Yeah. It, it, maybe they just thought it was a part of it. Yeah. You know? I have the skunk video. Okay, okay. Oh, I think my molar came out. <laughs> Finally. Um, I'm skunk, by the way. I was just messing with you. I actually joined a band for like 30 minutes, 13 minutes earlier today. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was this guy singing outside the Wawa near the abandoned Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, he was all like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen this one. <laughs> but he was, 
really talented, though. <laughs> he let me pay, play pan flute before the cops came. <laughs> um, it, it, this isn't your cream cheese I found in the backyard, is it? <laughs> Okay, all right. Can you can you play the first one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That one made me laugh. That was the first one I had ever seen, and that made me laugh. This isn't so your cream hard. cheese. This isn't your cream cheese I found in the backyard, is it? <laughs> okay. Here's the first one. I don't, I don't know if you remember me. I'm skunk, by the way. Can I? Can I actually call you Bones, actually? <laughs> I'm celebrating the anniversary of when I quit Burger King six years ago. I found a baby possum in the dumpster with a broken tail. I pretty much grabbed as many Whoppers as I could and never looked back. I still have her, though, if you ever want. Her name's Joni Rotten. She's two years, or eleven. What? She's four. Yeah. I think if oh sorry what oh, no, I was just gonna say I think if you want to some of us are climb on top of the mall tonight and have a campfire with some banjos and stuff if you want to. Have you seen the one where it they have an actual possum? Oh yeah, I have. That I one have. made me like because yeah. I was not expecting a real possum to show up. Yeah. Okay, I have some ideas now. Let's I have do some it. ideas. I think you open. This person goes to a show, and maybe she's going there alone, and she's just standing kind of in the back. Bones. A skunk-type dude comes up to her and starts saying, starts talking to her, and she doesn't want to talk to him, and she kind of, like, tries to make an excuse and run away, and he seems disappointed by that. But she's <laughs> she's towards the front, Mashi, and then all of a sudden, she gets stabbed somewhere. Oh, snap. And she's trying to yell out, nobody notices. And then it's her trying to look around, trying to find who did it. And then maybe eventually we would realize that it was the skunk dude. And then she has to, like, get away from skunk during the show. Oh, man. He's trying to finish her. Okay, I, I have a, I have, let's escalate on that idea a little bit. Okay. Instead of it being just, like, the one group. What if there's a friend group? Okay. Because typically in slashers, there's like a group of teenagers. Yeah. There's a friend group. They love going to these shows together. Mm -hmm. They're at this house show or whatever. They're all moshing or whatever. And one of them, the girl, one of the girls is like, I'm going to go get something to drink. Yeah. I'll be right back. And while she goes back there, that's when she meets the skunk guy. Yeah. Oh, I'm skunk, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I mean, maybe, I, I don't know if you're here with anyone, but maybe you would like to come back with me to my place. I have a really cool orange collection. <laughs> I collect yeah. antique oranges. Yeah, we could come back to my place. Or do you have a place? Maybe Can I move place. in with you? <laughs> I would love to move in if that's what you're offering on the table. Yeah. When I, I, I said come back to my place, I don't actually have a place. It's kind of... I stay with my grandma. Yeah. <laughs> but she's been dead for 14 years. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. Because <laughs> that just means he has his own place. I've been staying in the shed of my best friend's Airbnb. They don't know yeah, I'm there. They don't know I'm there. Oh, I was just joking. <laughs> um, I live in the rafters of a really... <laughs> Wait, are you, like, you want to come back to my place? I don't have a place, but I live. I found some rafters in a really cool barn. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you want to come back to my place? I haunt a local theater. Uh, they call me the Phantom. Yeah. The Phantom of the Opera. 
Uh, but yeah, so she's having this conversation with this skunk guy. <laughs> and like, you know, she kind of is like, oh, no. She kind of brushes him off. And we just kind of see his face kind of like. Yeah. Like he looks angry. We're back. She's up there moshing with her friends again. And then that's when. Stab. Yeah. Now the friends. Maybe like her best friend is like. Like the one that like sees the maybe she sees that skunk guy like running away like she doesn't yeah. know what he looks like but she just sees someone running and so she puts uh-huh. two and two together but then the rest of the friends are all like it gets ruled an accident for some reason hmm. like someone accidentally yeah but like so basically like the premise is the friend group is kind of like it was an accident or it was like a a one off thing but then skunk is hunting down each friend group one by one at these different rock shows is I think what I'm trying to get at. Okay. Uh, I like that. I think the only thing is we should, we should have some sort of mystery to it. Cause if it's just, uh, we know who is going to kill her and she killed her and the friends all know it. It might be just like a little too straightforward. Mm. It would, it would either be, they don't know who killed her and they have to find out or they know exactly who killed her and it's like a tense escape type situation where they yeah, might that's what they I was almost thinking. won't make it out where well, my thought process is like it's like and I, I know what you did last summer yeah one of them is like there's someone trying to track us down and kill us one by one and the rest of them are like no there's not you're being ridiculous but then it starts happening. And so now they're like, they're on the lookout for this skunk guy. And then they're terrified of this skunk guy showing up kind of thing. But I do, yeah. I do like the idea of a mystery. In that case, we would just need to incorporate another suspect or two. Yeah. Because if we um, meet the skunk guy right before she gets killed, that's more of like a red herring move where the audience is going to assume it's him. But then yeah. the twist is that it's someone else. Yeah. Or maybe if it if it is a first kill, like think thinking of the scream first kill, mm-hmm. we know who the killer is, and we know the person's going to be killed. But it's it's the mechanism is the interesting part. He's talking on the phone. We don't know where he is. He's misdirecting her and all that. Yeah. So may, maybe maybe it is just as simple as we just see the first person die Dying but at this concert yeah but we get to see how he how he does it which he's sneaking throughout the crowd he could stab you and then slip away all of a sudden you're looking at a bunch of people and any one of them could be him but you don't know oh well, and, and since you could scream but no one could tell and since it's a slasher the first stab doesn't kill her yeah exactly she keeps getting stabbed yeah. from different directions and she's looking around I can just see like that chaotic shot of like looking around and she sees people and then yeah. she gets stabbed in the back ah she's, uh-huh. and she and that keeps happening and finally she's she passes out and she's just bleeding on the floor and everybody's still just moshing and has no clue yeah yeah so how, how do we make a satisfying ending to that just uh I mean someone would eventually notice like after yeah. the show even if it well i mean i think far. that's so we we end it with um maybe one of her friends we'd like we, she looks back to say something to her like this is awesome uh-huh she looks down and yeah. she sees her on the floor and she's like oh god maybe she like passed out from drinking or whatever 
She gets the attention of the band. She's like, yo, yo, my friend passed out. My friend passed out. And they stop. They're like, oh, everybody clear out of the marsh, man. It's like, because like everybody's like being nice. Because yeah. they're like, oh, snap. Oh, that sucks. Because yeah. the people at those shows are, are typically nice. like yeah. They're all like a close community. Yeah. And so they all start moving out of the way. Uh-huh. And then that's when they see just like the blood yeah. is pouring. Oh, because another thing, all those venues, the floors are so sticky. I bet if there was blood on there, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't notice know. for yeah. a while. It's dark, too. And so, like... You'd be like, oh, someone spilled their beer behind me. Yeah, <laughs> you're not even thinking about it. Because it's your senses are so overloaded. Yeah. You can't hear anything. Everyone's jumping around. You can't really see. It's just like you're overloaded by everything. People are pushing up against you. So, like, yeah. your sense of touch is, is kind of out of whack. But I think the ending should be... So like they see you on the floor, and then you just hear like a like a like a high pitched shrill scream from her friend, and then it yeah. cuts to. You see like outside the club, there's police sirens. Like the cops are there, they're trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And then you just see someone watching from the bushes. Her friend. Her friend watching. No, like, the the part the skunk the guy yeah. who killed is yeah. watching the friend now from oh. like across the street in the dark and we see that point of view okay so we don't know who's watching yeah but it gives the vibe of like oh they're gonna kill again okay I like that I like that yeah yeah so we just we focus on this is showcasing skunk's ability to use yeah. he uses the setting of a hardcore show like to his advantage and how he could do that and it I also like, gives yeah. it gives a mystery of like why is he killing this friend group yeah like why is he why did he kill that girl and why is he killing her best friend now or looking watching the best friend now yeah why do you think he is killing them i was just, just thinking maybe that. It, does, it doesn't have to be answered in this short but it would right. be cool to know so it's like i don't want to spoil any of the actual slashes but usually the reasons aren't that good it's usually just like yeah. I wanted to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, slashers are, like, usually pretty simple in that way, where it's just yeah. it's just a crazy dude. And, like, that, that that's the fear of it, is it's, that it could be these anyone. people They're exist. They're just crazy, yeah. yeah. And I think that could be it. I mean, it could also be a thing where, like, maybe he wanted to be a part of that friend group because he saw them at all the hardcore shows, and they mm-hmm. reject, like, they didn't want to hang out with him because he was weird. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm Maybe, okay. I'm going to spoil the most recent Scream movie, so skip ahead ahead if you haven't seen that. But in the most recent Scream movie, the motive for the killers was, you know, Scream is so self-referential and it's talking about other horror movies. It's like they keep on, stab movies are the fictional movies in the Scream universe. And they're like, all the stab movies have gotten bad. We want a reboot that's actually good, that gets back to the core. So we're going to stage a murder so that they have a good story to base it off of. What if since the setting of this is a music venue, it's something similar along the lines to where skunk is like a gatekeeping fan who's oh. like all of these all these young women that all just listen preppy. to harry styles are starting to come to the punk shows and they're going to ruin the punk scene for everyone yeah. i gotta protect the scene so it's like it's misogynistic and gatekeepy and yeah because yeah and any of those music communities like they have gatekeepers like that that are really oh, annoying not a real fan yeah and they also like even like thinking of how styles evolve like there are people that try to keep a music style like just where it is 
Where like, it's very like, grungy. hey, we make emo music. You better not put trap drums in that or I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's a really yeah. fun idea. So he's, yeah. he's killing anyone he feels is unworthy to be at these shows. To be at the show. Yeah, that's good. That's fun. Yeah. That's fun. We're on so, to something. So maybe even like at the beginning of when when she gets a drink and Skunk is there and they talk for a little bit, he's asking about like the music and stuff maybe and she's like oh i'm just here to have a good time and he's like what you don't know you don't know you don't know uh, wet broomstick yeah you don't know the pickle brothers (laughs) (laughs) he's like oh you'll know dry heave (laughs) and i think we need to make it to where it's like it's not super obvious that he's the killer exactly yeah so maybe we i mean if if we introduce a character we're kind of gonna know right we're kind of gonna know so maybe we just don't introduce him i don't know i think i think i think it works now i think oh, if yeah? if the main drive of it is how he manages to kill people and not so much yeah the it's just like who's screaming doing it. yeah okay then yeah let's do it yeah okay i agree okay so yeah um, i like i like that motive a lot though that's that is fun. fun that, that is makes fun. it so he yeah. meets this girl. He asks, like, how long have you been coming here? She's like, oh, well, this is only like my second or third time. I just really love music, you know? <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, do you know the wet broomstick? <laughs> She's like, no, I haven't heard of that. She's like, what's your favorite band? She's like, oh, I really like Red Hot Chili Peppers. He's like, what? <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers? Are you crazy? <laughs> what's up? Uh... five. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of good bands that would like really let us know, like, because okay, if I, if I'm thinking about the, you go through a phase like once you're in high school, if you're going to go down the path of like, hey, I'm going to be into all this indie music and stuff, there are a few like, there are a few gateway records oh, yeah. that get you into that scene. Okay. Whereas like, well, first of all, if you're a teenager and you listen to Rumors by Fleetwood Mac, it's like, that's the ultimate. You think that. You're outside of the norm and you're edgy, but really that's like the most popular record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nirvana. Nirvana, yeah. Even uh, Neutral Milk Hotel. I have no idea what that is. I'm not a big music guy. So yeah. like, I'm the one uh-huh. that would die in this situation. Because <laughs> I would be like, I don't know why I'm here. I'm just yeah. here. What's your well, favorite band? Weezer. Weezer. <laughs> That's my that's my favorite man. Imagine getting stabbed to death because you like Weezer. See the the worst <laughs> the worst possible answer you could give to Skunk Imagine is to be like, yeah, I'm really into MGK. Actually, <laughs> hey man, I am into MGK. I did. <laughs> this is yeah. MGK is almost too cartoon. Uh, I bet if you were into Youngblood though, because he's MGK like adjacent. <laughs> hey, I'm not setting myself up good for this. <laughs> I'm like the least musical dude ever. Yeah. Okay, I think we landed on it though. I think she's a Youngblood fan. It was like I yeah. want to see local acts that sound a little like Youngblood. Yeah, he's like, if the nails are painted, I'll be there. He's not half as hardcore as 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 the the rhino palm trees or the whatever rhino palm trees <laughs> or the. Uh, it's always like a really like it's like the uh, the curb stomp infants. Yeah, it's like what? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I went to a. Pink Floyd laser light show once. Yeah. I was so bored. <laughs> I don't get Pink Floyd either. I just suck. I've actually, I've, I've never tried to get into Pink Floyd. I've never listened to anything. I think it's pretty cool how it's like the, if you watch the Wizard of Oz, 
when yeah uh, that's yeah. cool uh-huh. i haven't done it but that sounds fun okay so just structuring it out mm-hmm. our first beat she's there with her friend she goes off to get a drink alone mm. runs into skunk they talk skunk is being a little gatekeeper she goes back maybe maybe what it is to help out the plot a little more Essentially, if she got killed right next to her friends, they'd mm. probably notice. But maybe since she left, the band started their set while she was gone, oh, and so yeah. it's a little bit more crowded. And so now she's just kind of she's trying to fight in the middle the of a cloud by yeah. herself. Yeah, I like that. And she's trying to do that, and then she gets stabbed in the side. She's not dead yet, but she's hurt a little. She's looking around, doesn't see anyone. And yeah, let's just let's just beat out that segment. Okay, so stab. She's looking around, and she and she's like, "Help! Help!" Nobody can hear. Her. And then sk- another one from the other side. She turns to the other side. She's starting to like cry and like yeah. that scream, terrified cry. She's looking around, and there's and she's just seen a bunch of people. Like she she can't see who did it. And then sk- right in the back, now she's like. Now she's like starting to get a little dizzy yeah. and she's like, she's like grabbing onto people trying to get their attention and shake them, but they're, they're not paying any attention. They're jumping yeah. and, and moshing and, and then she gets, she gets hit again. <laughs> and I think four times should be enough. And she's just grabbing. And that's when she just, it starts going black and she hits the ground. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. Let's just, let's even like put in moments to where, we really get how clever it is for him to be doing the murder the way he is. Like it would even be like, she screams, she grabs on to someone and yells. They just look back at her and you're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that shows like no one can hear her. Yeah. She, she like, she gets stabbed again that one time and she just like kind of gets pushed back. Mm. But then the person she runs into just pushes her back and they're all like, yeah, yeah, and they all are pushing each other for fun and yeah yeah and then maybe her blood is starting to drip on the floor and someone steps in it and almost slips and they're like oh who spilled their beer or something something like party foul yeah party foul (laughs) yeah that's good yeah yeah so and then that's when we can kind of switch perspectives to the friend where she's like where is Cassie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the friend shows up like right when she's has the fatal stab and she's on the ground. Yeah, the friend walks through. Sees. So we're kind of cutting back and forth from her getting stabbed to Cassie being like, "Hey, where's Cassie? Yeah, I don't know. She went to get something to drink." And she starts kind of like trying to make it way her her way through the crowd. Yeah, and then she gets there just as that last. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be good pacing wise. Yeah, and so then, because if we were to do this feature wise. Now the best friends of the main character. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think I think that's it. And then we end on there's she finally manages to cut above the noise. Everyone spreads out. We see main character lying in a pool of blood on the floor. Everybody's like, oh yeah. No. And then you oh, just shit. cut to, you know, the cops are there afterwards. And we just talking. see someone watching the new main character from the bushes <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Yeah. There's a joke in there somewhere. No one at those shows really appreciates the cops. So <laughs> that's true. 
That's true. What, what, what happens when a cop shows up to the, the punk show? Maybe uh, there's like a there's a dude on like pills or something like that, and they're questioning him, and they're like, "Have you seen this girl? Like, were you around this girl tonight?" He goes, "No, man. Stop talking to me." And they're like, "We're the police." He goes, "The band." <laughs> and he's like, "Ah." And then, oh wait, what if <laughs> what if this is the final clever thing about? Committee murders at the punk show is nobody's nobody's saying anything. Oh, because they don't like the cops. Yeah, yeah. Did you see anything suspicious? Get out of my face, man. Yeah, I'll I'll talk to twelve or whatever. I'll talk to twelve. You hear like pig noises coming from the crowd. <laughs> yeah, so the cops aren't getting anything because no one's talking to them. And maybe instead of watching from the bushes, mm. maybe it's coming from like the kind of crowd of people that were inside, which gives us more insight of like, oh, it was someone in the show. Yeah. What if, or we see skunk? Yeah. Maybe. What if we yeah. see skunk there? Like the whole crowd is there. The police are obviously having a hard time, and our new main character just notices skunk, skunk staring, staring at, her, at her. Like, and just not. And moving. she's a little off put. But also, we've established this person hasn't met skunk yet, so right. she doesn't she's know he did it. She's just like, oh, who's that weird guy looking? Dude, this has ended up really good. Yeah, this has ended up way better than uh, yeah. what I thought at the beginning. We should. We should come up with a new name that isn't skunk. Right, because... Yeah. Uh, what are we calling it? Armadillo. Armadillo. <laughs> now, let's, <laughs> let's not do an animal, just to make I it know. not. Um, it's got to be something weird. Yeah. Because it's a name he came up with. You know uh -huh. what I mean? Like, I used to... I have this stand-up bit where I talk about, like... You know those guys where they, they think the name Wolf is, like, the coolest name? Yeah. I'm Wolf. Uh-huh. Uh, what if it's What's wolf? wolf, but you're... A, on bath salts like what, what sounds good um, to you you're, you're like man man spark plugs are so dope man <laughs> it's a good call spark scorpion plug. scorpion I'm scorpy um axel rod wait no that's a that's axel rose is a real yeah <laughs> axel rose is a real <laughs> um it's gotta be like one syllable too yeah. like it's just gotta be like something weird or just like yo i'm hatchet <laughs> that's fun switchblade switchblade Oh, that kind of gives it away too. Yeah, that, he, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, Hawk, Hawk, man, Hawk's the baby in Real Bros of Simi Valley. <laughs> I know, I know. I went to school with a guy named Hawk, but his real name was Jacob. Jacob, and I hated that man. Uh -huh. That made me so mad. It's like you telling me your name is Jacob, and you're like, I'm a good boy, Hawk. I'm Onyx, like the Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's a, what's another Pokemon? That would be a move. It's like a really obscure Pokemon. He was like, man, I was playing I'm Pokemon. Ekans. This character just spoke to me. Ekans. <laughs> Ekans. A snake backwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what are some good... Man, that's what it's got to be, like a really obscure cartoon character. Like not the main character in the cartoon, yeah. but... Uh, Millhouse. I'm Millhouse. <laughs> That's not bad. Um, I like that. Would Millhouse be copyrighted? It's just a name. I don't think you can copyright a name. Is that a real name? Are there people out there named Millhouse? Oh, well, I mean, it's it's a word. It's a building that houses milling machines. Richard Nixon's middle name is Millhouse. Yeah. No, I like it. Let's call him Millhouse. Or we call him Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Millhouse. Like the Simpsons? 
My real name's Aaron. <laughs> oh man. So when I when I worked for the radio station for a little bit, it was it was my job. I drove the truck around. I set up our promotional tent yeah. and I gave out prizes. I had to work Halloween night downtown Greenville. Yeah, yeah like a club. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was I was mainly stationed at the dueling piano bar, okay. but I did have to like go run some equipment to some other people that were at a like a sort of more club like bar downtown. Mm-hmm. But there was this one dude when you're when you're these people that go to the events and are at the tables handing out prizes and stuff, you always attract the people that are there with no one to talk to. Yeah. And they talk to you because you have to smile and be nice to them. Yeah. There was this one dude when I went over there to drop the stuff off. He was obviously high at the moment <laughs> and he was just hanging at the table talking our ears off. But the main thing that stuck out to me was he was almost getting teary-eyed when he was talking about this. He was like, yeah, man, I just wasn't in a good place. But then I was smoking one day, and I watched, man, this is my favorite movie. I was smoking, and I watched uh, The Imaginorium of Dr. Panorsis, whatever he Ledger's last movie was. Yeah, yeah The Imaginorium of Dr. Panorsis, whatever. Changed my life, man. You got to watch it, man. It just, whoa, it changed, <laughs> it expanded my mind. It proved everything. You got to watch it while I though but yeah, that's my favorite movie man Heath Ledger had such a good performance and it really just it made me rethink life and all that I'm wow. just that movie I've seen that movie I like that movie yeah but I don't know if it <laughs> yeah I feel like Milhouse had the same experience yeah. but he was watching The Simpsons and was like whoa Milhouse, Milhouse man that's he me. just told me that's me man. that's me man <laughs> my uh my my buddy Zion did that same job at 98.1 yeah and uh, which is like a local rock station uh-huh. for those that don't know. And uh, there was this one guy that they would meet. His name was Juice. And this is how he, this is, if you're listening with kids, I'm about to say the word hose. <laughs> uh, this is how he would greet everybody. He was like, hey, my name's Juice. I got the hose. And I remember Zion telling me about that. And we laughed and laughed. And then the next week, he was working a promotional thing at a club, and Juice was there. And he was like, oh, hey, man, I'm Juice. My name's Juice. I got the hose. And Zion was like, oh, we've met. Yeah. And then like 20 minutes went by, and this like group of like 15 to 20 women show up. And they walk up to the radio station booth, and they're like, hey, is Juice here? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, Juice is here. And he goes, and, and I kid you not, wow. this girl goes, oh, we're the hose. Wow. <laughs> See, this is what I learned in the year and a half between <laughs> – graduating college and getting a job in video mm-hmm. doing all these other jobs between that starbucks the other things i did i learned you know what i just i don't like most people and i'm okay with it i don't i don't Robert like people doesn't like me in general i like my specific <laughs> people i want just the 10 people i like <laughs> I'm gonna hang no out with them. Yeah, I don't like anyone else. I don't. I don't like meeting random people because yeah. most random people are weird. Yeah, <laughs> this is a lesson I had to learn in life, and then maybe maybe you guys, if you're listening with kids, tell them to listen to this part. <laughs> uh, at North Greenville, I would always invite these the people I saw sitting alone mm-hmm. to come and eat with us. Yeah, not because I'm like some sort of like, hey, you should come and sit with me. Mm-hmm. It's just like, hey. You want to come? Me and my friends are over here. If you want to come sit with, you know, just trying to be nice. And they always ended up to be like psychos. 
Yeah. <laughs> and one time Zion had to like sit me down. He's my friend. And he goes, hey, man, they're sitting alone for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, lesson learned. I understand. Yeah. Because <laughs> we had met this crazy girl who accused my roommate of uh, murder. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know someone that was in a similar situation there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So after that, I just See, stopped that, talking. That's what happens when you associate with random people. That That's what happens when you're too friendly. Yeah. I've learned, you know what? It's okay to not be friendly all the time. You're actually probably saving yourself from yeah. a lot of really bad situations. From skunk. Yeah. Or Millhouse. That's the moral of this story is just don't hang out with your friends and only them. Yeah. Well, then, don't let them in. Then until... People are going to be like, well, how do you make friends if you don't meet strangers? There's a difference. Yes. There's a difference. Yeah. You vet potential friends for like a 10 week period before they <laughs> join the group. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you smell out the skunks of the group. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Nice. <laughs> nice. This was a really good this one. I like fun. this one. I think, I think we're done here. I think, yeah. yeah. Don't mind me. Just eating Zaxby's. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I was starving, man. man. I didn't think I was going to make it through the day. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Dude, you could have eaten before we started. No, nah, man. I don't like holding us up. <laughs> I Written by, I would I would starve to death for written by podcasts. That's how much I love it. <laughs> it sounds ironic, but I, I'm being pretty serious. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So, we open. Cassie and Abigail are at a local, local hardcore punk show. And it's a pretty dingy, seedy venue. But there, there are a good amount of people there. There are a lot of people showing up. It's a pretty popular act. A couple hundred? A couple hundred. Yeah, exactly. It's real dark and everything. But uh, the band that's currently playing finishes up their set. Cassie turns to Abigail. It's like, hey, I'm going to go get a drink. I'll, I'll be back. And so she walks over. A lot of people are up at the bar, so she's waiting a bit. She finally places her order, but then there's a dude staring at her. Real sketchy-looking dude. He has really greasy hair, really weird hairline. <laughs> he's got piercings and everything. He basically looks like he's dressed in little rags. He's kind of he's kind of if Timmy Chalamet and Dobby the house elf and a little baby. <laughs> Where did you pull that from? That's good. That's funny. He's staring at her, and he kind of comes up. It's like, hey, what's your name? Oh, Cassie. I'm Millhouse. Like the Simpsons, get it? I watched the Simpsons once. It changed my life, man. It's like, that right there. I am Millhouse. It really speaks to me. It's like, oh, that's cool. What are you drinking? It's like, uh, cranberry vodka, whatever. He's just like, oh, okay. He pulls out a... (laughs) He pulls something out of his pocket and puts it in his drink. He's like, oh, yeah, this is mustard. I like to put mustard into my PBR. What? I call it PBRM. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I haven't seen you around here before. <laughs> how, how do you know the band? <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't, I don't really know the band. I just came to kind of get into the music. Reserve. Oh, so you don't know them? Yeah, I lived in the bassist cousin's barn for like two months in the rafters it took about six weeks before he found out but uh 
She's like, oh, that sounds interesting. She obviously doesn't want to talk that much anymore, but she's still waiting on her drink. He's like, so who, who do you listen to? It's like, oh, I listen, I listen to a lot of different music. He's like, do you know Slow Drive? What about Wet Broomstick? It's like, no. You think you all know that Dry Heave? Do you listen to them? It's like, no. Do you, you at least know the Infant Punters, right? You know the Infant Punters? It's like, no, I actually, <laughs> I'm kind of new in the scene. It's like, who do you listen to? It's like, well, I don't know. I, I listen to some punk. I got really into Youngblood recently. It's like, Youngblood? Oh, oh, man. Oh, God. You listen to... <laughs> and then anyway, she gets her drink at that point. It's like, well, it was it was nice talking to you. He's like, wait, I need to tell you about the time I was watching The Simpsons and Millhouse came on. And she just walks away. And anyway, we just catch one final glance of him as she's walking away. And he looks kind of upset and a little angry by this. But anyway, the other band has started their set. And so a bunch of people have flooded back into the stage portion. And it's getting pretty crowded and she's looking around and she can't find her friend she can't find abigail and so she's trying to like make her way through the crowd push her way through the music is thumping it's really loud everyone's starting to jump up and down they're cheering they're screaming and all of a sudden she just feels a little pricked and then she looks down and she's bleeding right out of her side she's been scratched a little her clothes have been ripped by this knife she's like oh oh no that hurt and she's looking around and she just sees a bunch of random people all facing the stage she can't see anybody with a knife or anything she's like oh no and now she's freaking out she's trying to find her friend and then she gets stabbed again and this time it goes a little deeper it's on her like arm or leg or something and she yells out in pain she's like oh no I've been hurt I've been hurt she tries to like shake somebody next to her and she yells at them but the music's so loud, she, she can't quite make out what she's saying. She just looks back. She's like, yeah, yeah. He thinks he's like into the show or something because everybody is screaming at this point. And so now she's freaking out. She's pushing through, trying to find her friend. The camera's spinning all around. It's really disorienting and everything. She gets stabbed again. And this time with like a lot of force, like kind of right in the gut. And she she's sent launching backwards and she runs into a person behind her and kind of pushes him by accident and that person just pushes her back not like in a malicious way but in like a oh we doing this we starting a mosh pit type of way and then once a person next to him sees him push he pushes him and then everyone starts moshing and then she gets knocked to the ground as everyone <laughs> is having fun and moshing and then she gets stabbed one more time this is like the fatal blow she starts to cough blood and it lands on the ground and somebody almost slips in it and I'm like, oh, who spilled their beer? Party foul or whatever. <laughs> and she's screaming really loud, but she could barely cut through the loud music. She's getting pushed around. But anyway, we cut to Abigail, who's looking for a friend, trying to find out where she is. And we cut back to Cassie. She's on the ground. She's about to die. She's looking around and again, we do not see anyone and she falls to the ground abigail walks up she sees her and she's like whoa whoa my friend is hurt my friend is hurt and she manages to cut above the noise we could even establish that like cassie is like a quieter person when she's talking earlier on so she manages to cut above the noise the band stops all the people stop they look around they realize what happened we get a great overhead shot where it's like 
the crowd is parting like the Red Sea, and then we see this one person lying on the ground in a puddle of blood. And then we instantly cut to the cops are at the venue. They're trying to talk to everybody, but nobody is talking, so they don't like the cops. A few people are trying to sneak out of the building or whatever. You know, they got stuff on them. (laughs) Abigail is kind of front and center looking at Cassie, who has died. And she's really heartbroken. And then she notices this dude staring at her. It's Milhouse. Milhouse is kind of looking at her. He's kind of breathing heavy. Of course, she doesn't know who this dude is, but she just catches her eyes. That's a really weird dude. I don't like that. Cut to black. Nice. For the name. Okay. I was looking up different like punk rock terms and stuff yeah. to try to find a name that is clever as they slash them. Yep. I don't know if I got that clever, okay. but so uh, that it's uh, it's called thrasher rock. Okay. Or like thrasher thra- thrasher metal. Yeah, there's thrasher. And metal, so yeah. slasher and thrasher are yeah. kind of cool. So I thought maybe just thrasher would be a cool name, but also uh, thrash metal slasher. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was the the Thrasher Slasher. The Thrasher Slasher. That's like a little tongue twister. Yeah. I don't know. Th- thrash. Thrash Slash. I like Thrash Metal Slasher. Thrash Metal Slasher. I mean, uh, you got to keep in mind, though, if this is a show that someone into Youngblood is going to, Thrash Metal is like maybe a little bit. Yeah, it's fair. I don't know. I mean, there's punk rock, but I couldn't come up with a fun <laughs> pun off of that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like punk rock. There's Ooh, a what do we call it? Gatekeep. Oh, that's not bad. Gatekeep metal or something like that. Gatekeep. Is there a way to have a gatekeep and a slash pun or huh? gate slash keep? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. The, okay. the 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 mosh pit monster. I don't know. I like gatekeep. Yeah, let's do that. Do gatekeep. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been gatekeep. Written by Robert Thorell and Chase Bridges. We didn't come up with a song <laughs> no, for this episode. No, 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 no. Millhouse. Millhouse. And that does it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Guys, if you have an idea for a story topic that we put into our bowl, that we draw from at the beginning of each episode, you can email all those ideas to writtenbypodcast at gmail.com. Send in your story topics to writtenbypodcast at gmail.com. And who knows, you could be responsible for the next Written By episode. Also, there is still time to vote on last week's Rival Pitches, our Predator episode. Let us know who you think had the best Predator pitch, me or Chase. Head on over to our Instagram. That's at written by a pod. Find our post from last week that has the Predator Rival Pitches graphic and leave a comment letting us know who you're voting for. Because again, the Rival Pitches is a competition show. We're going head to head against each other and our season finale is coming up. Our Rival Pitch finale is coming up and the winner for season two will be declared. So make sure to get your vote in there. Make sure your voice is heard. And speaking of the Instagram, if you aren't following that right now, that's the best way to stay up to date with everything we're doing. That's at Written by Pod. We're also, we're at Written by Pod pretty much everywhere. We're on TikTok now. 
we started a YouTube channel. We've been putting shorts up there, but we're gonna we're gonna be doing some more stuff on the YouTube channel. So you're gonna wanna head on over there, give that a subscribe if you haven't already. Am I forgetting anything? Twitter, yeah, we still got the Twitter. Uh, there aren't a whole lot of people there, but I think I think that's what makes it fun. We uh, we're more unhinged on Twitter, I think, than anywhere else. So, at Written by Pod everywhere, if you want to keep up to date with us. And yeah, that's about it. Hope y'all are having a really happy Halloween. I'm dressing up as Rakakuni from Everything Everywhere. I'll see you next week. <laughs>